0: I'm Martin Humbach, and this is SEO in 2024.
1: Martin, what's your number one SEO tip for 2024?
0: My number one tip for 2024 would be to listen to your customers first and then validate it with SEO research.
1: Okay. So how do you listen to your customers? Are we talking about face-to-face, recordings, surveys, something else?
0: Yeah, I think there's lots of ways and obviously it depends on your business. For instance, a SaaS company might have to really dig deep through their customer support tickets or run regular workshops or webinars or Q&A to really, really get to the bottom of what it is that their clients and customers and potential customers are truly having problems with. It should really help dictate what activity you do as an SEO. A lot of the times we're too reliant on keyword research tools and data on the technical side, rather than just actually picking up the phone and speaking to our clients and customers and the people who are interested in the overall topic. It's just a huge mistake that I think a lot of SEOs fall into because, you know, understandably, who wants another Zoom call? Who wants to pick up a phone? Who wants to use old school methods when we have such a amazing technology available? And uh, I get it, and I've done this too, It's just when I've found that I'm more ingrained within the conversations that are happening with our clients, uh, customers, then I'm able to create better content. We're able to have a bigger impact because we're creating really important content that gets to the nooks and crannies of what problems they're facing in their day-to-day. And and SEO tools sometimes don't give you uh, all of the information.
1: So is there any magical question? that you ask your customers, I mean, something like what page brought you to us or, or why did you actually make that decision to do business with us? Or Are there any questions that really get to the crux of what content you should be creating in the future as a result of that feedback from customers?
0: Yeah, actually, completely different kind of uh, path that I take with questions. Um, rather than trying to track the, the customer journey in terms of the technical clicks and visits and, and, and you know, where they found us from, and even what keyword they typed in, uh, you know, there's a lot of information you can find using tools for that. I really like to understand what the goals are. So actually when someone buys some software or they want to work with a company, what is it that they're wanting to solve? What's the problem that they want to solve? What are they concerns? What's keeping them up at night and what is it about the product or service that we have that can solve that problem. And then the missing piece of the puzzle is how you can communicate that. So for instance, if someone has you know, a, a business that they're trying to rank on the first page of Google, well, what is it that they're wanting? Is it that they're wanting more revenue? Is it that they're wanting to get more customers? Is it they're wanting to increase the value of each customer? So when you really get to those kind of questions and really understanding their goals for their business, Then we can say, okay, so here's why SEO obviously is going to help you get there. But this is the kind of content we need to be creating in order to help you achieve that goal. And then obviously on the back end of that, we want to be using SEO tools to uh, validate that, that people actually search for that. What are the wording patterns that people might use? They might say one thing on a call or in the emails, but actually what people type into search might be somewhat different. So you can use the ideas from the clients. And then use SEO tools to do the research and to validate it and then to craft a blog plan, for instance, if you're using content in order to rank for that particular keyword and you're trying to create content to help them solve a problem, then SEO is, we all know SEO, so it's going, you're going to be okay. You know, tools will give you the information you need, but without that initial insight from that client, from that potential client, how do you know that that content's actually going to help that person achieve their goal? And actually reach them, per, that person originally, because uh, you, you do, you know, you really genuinely want to help people. Not just I want to rank on the first page of Google, and that makes me sleep at night as an SEO. They don't care about rankings ultimately. Rankings are just an indication of the work that you've done. What they want is for you to solve their problems, and SEO is a way for you to get there. But it just helps if you understand the goals originally.
1: Love that. So, create content to solve a prospective customer problem, do you need to have face-to-face conversations or over the phone or or Zoom conversations with customers, or is it possible to get that quality of feedback just using a form online or some kind of pop-up questionnaire?
0: So we've done this recently. Uh, We launched a survey. It was a survey about how entrepreneurs and business owners, uh, their mental health is affected by dealing with clients. So freelancers would take this, business owners would take this. So we actually use kind of what we call a gifted quiz, a gifted survey, where we said, if you fill out this survey, you know, we sent it out to our email list and we actually said, answer these questions. And on the back of it, you'll get a free copy of our book and you'll also get entered into a prize draw. So there's things like that, that you can do that work remarkably well. We had like an 83% conversion rate on that because there was a gift at the end of it. And you can really, really ask specific questions. It was only 12, 15 questions that we were able to send out to our audience, but you can do this in any niche, in any industry. You can then go on the back end. If you're really smart and you want to create a a piece of original research, which is great for SEO, then you can do that on the back end as well, which is what we've done. So you're able to collect uh, information, collect data from your ideal clients by giving them a gift in exchange for some insights. And then on the back end, you produce that original research and then get links to it and share it. PR friendly nature of that is so much better than traditional content. So you're asking questions, you're getting the insights and the data, and then you're using your SEO knowledge to really make the most of it. So that's one thing you can do. Uh, Regular workshops, you could email your email list uh, or your potential clients right now and say, does anybody want to join a free 30 minute Q&A where we can actually, you can ask me questions and I can answer them. You write down the questions and you know, what problems are you facing right now? I'd really love to understand more about your position so that you can then go away and create loads of content based on those pillars, based on those questions. So I just, I love speaking to people myself. I always have, but sometimes I can just find that I rely too much on the tech and I forget, you know, when I'm struggling with content ideas or struggling with what, what to rank for, I think to myself, well, I haven't spoken to anyone for a few weeks like why not just do it the old school way and actually have some real conversations and the and the content will come flooding back to you. And this is ironic actually, because we used to run a content marketing challenge in our membership where we would review people's content from an SEO point of view. And all of the the people who submitted blog content would say, your heading needs to maybe switch to this, your subheadings, you've got images here, the structure of this is a bit strange. And after that call, we would have a flood of content ideas and a flood of new keywords and, and topics that we could talk about in order to rank for those keywords. We know that beginners or people who need support are searching for them because they've just told us. And actually you just come out with a flood of ideas and you're, the, the, the energy that you get from a real conversation is completely different. And yes, you can use tools. You know, there's so many keyword research tools. I can't even uh, reel them off now because there's so many of them. Will, will give you questions that people have asked. They've also asked this. They've They've searched for these questions and there's no shortage of those tools, which is why I tend to avoid them as much as possible until I actually come to crafting that content and and, and targeting specific keywords. Learn what your audience want first, learn what they need help with, even if they're not aware of it. You know, you can uncover so many hidden content ideas based on one single conversation. Well, what they say and what they don't say will allow you to create a series of articles to help more and more people Uh, and that's why i say you should focus on your customers first and then use seo tools to validate it later
1: and how do you identify which prospects and customers that ideally you want to be talking with because i would imagine that you don't want to be talking to absolutely everyone especially if it's a business with maybe tens of thousands of prospects Um, so which people are ideal to be talking to to begin with
0: I think um, if you find that you have some sort of community element to a product or service. So for instance, one of our clients has a Facebook group. When they join and they buy some software, they get added to a Facebook group and they're asking constant beginner questions. So that's a great thing if you can create a little sense of community somewhere. You know, if you've got a business, there's probably a Facebook group out there. There's probably boatloads of questions in your topic. So if you don't have an email list and you don't have a community, but you're really wanting to create helpful content, go and join five or six Facebook groups or communities or forums that talk about those things. Basic questions come up all the time that you might think, oh God, I can't be bothered answering that because I've answered it so many times and that question just keeps coming up. Use that, you know, that's fire. That's actually valuable information that constantly comes up that you can answer. You might not want to answer it there for one person, but you definitely might want to answer it for a thousand people when they drag them to your website off search results. So there's just so many avenues you've got. You've got customer support tickets. You've got, you know, the Facebook groups of uh, your your own Facebook groups or topic Facebook groups. You've got even, you know, SEO tools have Facebook groups. So if you're wanting to create SEO content and there's there's a ton of SEO Facebook groups you could join to learn the beginner questions that people are asking, you know, just use that to your advantage and really, really try to craft some sort of a content plan or website that is the best resource on that topic. And, you know, your best version of that resource where it's transparent, open, honest, you're answering these questions as if you are the Google of your industry. And you can only really do that from really listening to your clients.
1: So how do you go about validating your customer research with keyword research?
0: So um, I would say once you've got the idea, once you've got the question that people are having, I would then usually throw that in a blank Google Doc to actually say, well, what would this look like? What would I use if I had to think of a five to 10 bullet list to answer this question or considerations that this question has brought up? And then I would try to use that within keyword research tools to make sure that people are searching for. I would collect lots of other keywords that people are typing in. Even if you don't use them, collecting 30 to 50 keywords for each individual article we create is pretty common. And that's because, you know, it might not have the greatest search volume. So you might have to think to yourself, well, if people search for this, they might be searching for this. You know, use tools like Majestic, like SEMrush in order to find lots of different channels uh, to do keyword research. We often just constantly clicking. Well, that that's interesting. What would that lead to? What would this mean? You know, looking at the competitors and what keywords they've tried to target to answer the same question is vital. And you'll constantly, you'll not struggle to find research to back it up. It'll take you 10 seconds to verify that people actually search for this. And there's lots of people concerned about this problem, but you might not have ever got there without speaking to that person first. So get the conversation started start to do your own research, start to use your own initiative and brain dump before you touch a keyword research tool, and then use the keyword research tool to help you formalize a plan, formalize a structure to that piece of content, and then create it. You know, we use blogging in order to, to, to try and rank for all of those keywords. That's what we do as an agency. It might be different for you. You might have a, a, a you know, a static page on your website that you really want to drive traffic to through links. You still have to optimize it, and you're still going to have to use some keyword research tools and some data to back that up. It's just far easier for us to write content, which is our, you know, method of choice uh, for ranking on the first page. Once we've spoke to that person first,
1: and how do you know you're not missing out on opportunities? Because I would imagine that if you're having conversations with customers first and then moving on to keywords, then potentially there's areas that they're not thinking of, that they're not aware of, that you're gonna move into as a business as well. So are there some instances that you would actually start off with keyword research first?
0: So when we take on a client, and and it's actually funny that you mentioned that because it changes part way through the relationship. So when we first take on a client, we have a huge call with them about their business and their goals and and, and what they think people are struggling with based on their conversations. Then we go over to keyword research tools to verify what they've told us and potentially to have a look at their audience and their research. So it kind of can flip depending on what we think about this niche and what we know about this niche. When we get to a point though, after three months of us creating lots of long form content, we get to really understand that business. Then we will start to rely more on the SEO tools because we already know what the client has said initially and we start to collect more and what will happen is we will start collecting our own content ideas before we even speak to the client. So we have a series of articles based on what we have found out since working with that client, using keyword research for every article. We'll often come out with another five to 10 articles that we can create based on the keyword research we found. So we start by doing a lot of the research verbally and over emails to actually do the research and actually doing the research in Facebook groups and really getting into the nooks and crannies so that we get the niche. I think it's important that we, if we were to just say, what keywords do you want to rank for? Great, let's go to SEO tools and do it. That would be fine. You know, you would still pick up rankings, but for us to really have an impact on this business, this client that we're working with, we need to understand everything there is to know about their their day-to-day, their conversations, everything that they do. Because that makes us plan content so much better and we're not relying on the client then. We actually take the ownership to say, we'll speak to you once and you tell us everything you need to know so that we're confident that we can go and do the research, whether that be find forums, speak to your clients, use keyword research tools. There are all methods and tools to find out what people are searching for. It's just quite often the data or the keyword research tool is more verifiable. But ultimately, if you never considered SEO, if you never considered what keywords people were typing in and and keywords were showing up on, on Majestic, for instance, or SEM Rush or all of the other keyword research tools, and your only job was to answer every single question that you've ever been asked as a business owner, go into depth, give them clarity, just honest, transparent content about every question you've ever been asked before. Chances are your SEO is going to be far better than your competitors because Google genuinely want to provide the best results to their users. And if you only focused on keyword research, you might not get there. If you're only focused on what your client is telling you and what people are searching for and doing your own research, there's a good chance that you will get some long lasting results. So there are pros and cons to each. And I think you absolutely need both. But we've just found that we can come up with a ton more content ideas when we have real conversations with people and their customers and their customers, and really we're able to craft a year's worth of content seamlessly. And then we just use SEO on the back end and research tools in order to verify the best direction for that piece of content.
1: If an SEO is struggling for time, what should they stop doing right now so they can spend more time doing what you suggest in 2024?
0: Checking their rankings. (laughs) you know, it's a a little bit of an addiction for an SEO. I do it pretty much every morning when I wake up, I log into my rank tracker and I actually check to see if the graph's gone up or if it's gone down or if there's been a lot of movement. It has zero impact on the client's rankings when you're checking rankings. So what does is putting the work in, creating the content, building a backlink, you know, that kind of thing has a big impact. And when I check rankings and Google's had a bit of a shift in the night and I check and the rankings are a little bit down, that's going to affect me uh, mentally. Uh, Even if it's only a small, it might frustrate me rather than make me uh, upset, but it's still a tiny little bit of frustration when you're just about to hit the ground running for your day. So try to avoid checking your rankings often. This is something I used to do when I was in sales. Is I used to check my numbers all the time when I wasn't with a client. Instead of going, finding a new client or finding, you know, a new way to improve a client. So try to avoid checking your rankings uh, too frequently.
1: Martin Huntbatch is the co-founder at Jammy Digital, and you can find him over at JammyDigital.com. Martin, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2024. Thanks so much. Appreciate you having me. I've been your host, David Bain. Get your copy of SEO in 2024 the book over at SEOin2024.com